A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone, welcome back to a new podcast episode. I have had a little bit too much caffeine today and it's just been one of those days. I feel like I'm a little bit wired, I've had a lot going on through my brain and honestly, today has not really been my day. I was almost going to skip a week and not record for the podcast, but I only have a few more episodes left of this season and I already knew what I wanted to record and I really want to do this episode. So I was like, you know what, we're just going to have a chill one and sit down and make it really relaxed because today I'm going to be reading my diaries, which is honestly so much fun. I am such a nostalgic person. I love any excuse to go through my memories box, watch home videos, hence why I do what I do as a job. I literally film videos and post content online of my life. And I think the reason I'm so passionate about doing this is because I'm able to look back at these moments and I'm just so sentimental. I obviously love the present moment and I enjoy my life now, but I also love looking back and seeing the things that have happened in the past, the good and the bad, how I've overcome the hardships that I've gone through and just how I've changed as a person. Because I just think it's amazing the journey that you go on in life and you learn so much. And sometimes you can forget little things that it's nice when you manage to document how you're feeling in a certain moment and actually capture that moment in time somewhere. So obviously now I do vlogs of my life, but before I did YouTube, I guess my outlet for that kind of stuff was writing in a diary, as I'm sure a lot of us have done or still do. I still write kind of in a diary, but I don't technically call it my diary anymore. It's more like journaling and I'll try and like work through thoughts and emotions. But when I was younger, I used to try and write in my diary like every day at certain points in my life. And I'd recount on what I got up to that day. And it is so interesting to look through. And it's so funny because I would start and stop diaries all the time. So 
like they're all from random points in my life, but I feel like usually when I would start a new diary was when something significant was going on in my life and I felt the need to document it. I was always thinking of my future self and what my future self would like to look back on. So thank you to past Ella for doing that because I have thoroughly enjoyed looking at these diaries and there's so many entries that I've written so honestly I probably haven't even read all of them. Some of them are also really quite vulnerable so I don't know if I'll share absolutely everything but I do think there's some really great lessons in these diaries as well and I was reading them the other day with my mom and I was just amazed at some of the things that I've gone through in the past and how I've overcome them and it's just interesting to see your perspective change over time and how certain things were once a worry for you and were once a priority for you. And then as time goes on, those things no longer are your worry or your priority and they change. And I think that's kind of reassuring for me because it reminds me that nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary and things change over time and things pass. So if you're feeling a little bit anxious in that current moment and it feels like things are never going to get better, I just want to say, I promise you they do. And it might not be overnight that things get better, but gradually over time, things will change and you'll look back and be like, oh my gosh, I remember when that was such a big thing for me. And I feel like I've gone through so many phases in my life as we all have. And everyone's different phases are going to be different. And that's what makes our journey so unique. But I kind of wanted to give you guys a little sneak peek into my mind, into my past and just chat with you about some of the things that I've gone through as a child, as a teenager. I'm going to have a flick through and be selective about what I'm going to share and what I'm not going to share, but that is what I want to chat about today. And I have actually done a video on my YouTube channel going through these diaries quite a few years ago. I think it was like six years ago or something. If you want to go and check that out, I'll link it in the show notes. But yeah, that was even a really long time ago. So I can't even remember what I read. So we're going to be reading them with fresh eyes again with an older point of view because I think the last time that I reacted to these diaries, not even all of them, was when I was 19 and then now I'm 25. So it's going to be interesting like analyzing it now as a 25 year old. But yeah, I guess this is what has been inspiring me this week. I was having a think about like what I could tell you guys has been inspiring me. And honestly, this is one of the things that has really been on my mind. I've just been really feeling quite sentimental because I went around to my family's house and they're doing a big declutter at the moment. And they wanted me to take my memories boxes from the house and store them at my place. So I went through them all and I was like, wow, there's so many things in here that I haven't looked at in ages, including my diaries. And so it was really cool to look back at some of these things that I've done in the past. And I just love this kind of stuff. So I hope you guys do too. But back to what I was saying before about having a bit of a strange day, I feel like because I've been very busy lately and I've had just kind of a lot going on. I feel like the last week my routine slipped up a little bit and honestly I've been feeling quite hormonal this past week. It's been that time of the month and I don't know about you guys but I personally do struggle a lot the week before my period. It's different every single month but I do find it affects my energy levels and therefore it affects my productivity and my mindset and when I'm struggling a little bit mentally because of my hormones, that means that, you know, I'm not on top of my work and then I get a bit behind and then I think it's like all caught up with me. So I'm trying to catch up on everything at the moment. And then that means that I've like let my routine slip up and I'm not necessarily going to the gym and doing my normal morning routine. And oh, it's just, 
it's a reminder as to how much that stuff helps me and yeah, how much I need to make a priority. So tomorrow morning, I'm making sure I get up and I go to the gym because I need that right now. And I just wanted to touch on that at the beginning of this episode because I just really realized how important those things are for me and my mindset and we all slip up like you're not perfect that is totally fine and it's okay to not go to the gym and it's okay to not be in your normal routine all the time I think it's actually a good thing because it makes you realize how much those like habits actually have a positive impact on you so yeah I had that reminder today which I wanted to share with you guys But anyway, let's get into delving into my diaries. I don't even know where to start. Did you guys used to do this thing with your diaries as well? Maybe I was the only one, but I'm sure I wasn't. I reckon I probably saw someone do this in a movie or something, and this was the reason why I did it. But whenever I would start a new diary entry, especially after I'd taken like a little break from writing my diary, I would always like start writing in a random point of the book, like halfway through the book. And my thought process behind this was that if somebody randomly found my diary, there's no way they would turn to the middle of my book and look for an entry there. They'd obviously look for the first blank page in chronological order. Anyway, did anyone else do that? Because that's what I did, but it makes it really hard for me to find where my entries are now because they're scattered all randomly throughout the book. Okay, I found the first spot that I wanna read to you guys. And I just wanna start off by saying that when I was a kid and a teenager, I was like boy mad. Like, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily was boy mad like in person. I don't think I was. I don't think I looked like crazy, but like in my diaries, I sounded crazy. And half the time when I would write in my diary, it was because I was writing about a boy that I liked and whatnot. And then I would write about like little breakups that I'd gone through and things like that. And I think it's really interesting to read actually because it's really interesting to read how I processed things. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that just to give you some context because this diary entry was written after I'd just broken up with my high school boyfriend. So I said, in relation to when I mentioned I don't have time for a relationship and I'm busy, that is because I now have a job at Priceline. I'm learning to drive, going to TAFE, trying to start up my blog and have a ton of schoolwork. I've been working at Priceline for five months now and it has been quite a challenge for me learning to work in retail, but I'm proud of myself for sticking at it. I knew this was the job I wanted and wouldn't give up hassling the manager until he hired me. I remember this so well and I was so determined to get this job. So my first job was at Priceline and for anyone who's not from Australia and doesn't know what Priceline is, it's a pharmacy and they sell a lot of cosmetic products. That's why I wanted to work there because I was obsessed with makeup at this point in my life. I think I rang up two or three times to check if they'd read my resume and in the end they ended up like asking me to come in for an interview but I didn't just wait for them to read it I literally rang them being like hey have you checked it because I really really wanted the job okay moving on it pays well considering my age and the amount of time working there $14 an hour I have no idea what the like normal rate for getting paid is at 15 years old now but yeah $14 an hour it is helping me save my travels when I finish school although I still have no clue where I want to go My friends have all booked schoolies at the start of this year and I'm unsure if I want to go since it's $2,500 to go to Fiji for only one week. In my opinion, it is a waste of money and I'm better off saving it. Oh my God. Interesting. Interesting that I had that mindset. You know what? One of the things I actually do look back on and I kind of wish I did was go to schoolies, which is super interesting because like, obviously I'm 25 now, but 
I think it would have been a fun experience and maybe I would have met Brayden because if I had gone to schoolies, I would have met Brayden earlier, but maybe that's why I wasn't meant to go. Maybe I wasn't meant to meet him then. So that's why I wasn't meant to go to that schoolies. And I still did my own version of schoolies with my friends. We went to Hamilton Island and had the best time, but I kind of would have liked to have that like, like proper experience of schoolies. So interesting that I had that mindset, but I just remember And it's still the same now, I believe, but with schoolies, and if you don't know what schoolies is, it's like the end of year party that you go on when you finish school. But yeah, you have to book it like two years in advance. And I remember being like, that is so long to book in advance. And I was like, what if something changes? What if, you know, I'm not friends with those people anymore? And I know that seems like such a big thing to overthink, but that's like how I thought at the time, because I was so young. I didn't know what was going to happen. I could have moved schools for all I knew. So that's why I didn't go. Anyway, then I said, another event that has taken place this year was my blog. I decided to start a blog called Ella Victoria to get involved in the beauty community and practice my writing. I really enjoy doing this and plan on keeping it up when school settles down. One of the other reasons I started my blog was because I plan on creating my own YouTube channel. How crazy that I wrote this down. Like this is like manifestation. This is me like scripting my life. This is like literally what I was doing and I didn't even realize I was doing it. There is nothing in particular stopping me from making my channel now since I bought a camera and have plenty of ideas. For some reason though, I can never get the confidence and never find the time to do it. Hopefully by the time I next read over this, I will have started and am in the thick of it. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And did you guys know it was actually my nine year anniversary on YouTube as of like last week, which is nuts. Nine years of consistently posting pretty much every single week. I wanted to do YouTube for a really long time before I did it. It took a couple of years, I think, before I finally actually had the courage to start posting videos online. And so my blog was like a stepping stone for me in the right direction because I was like, okay, like I don't actually have to upload videos and talk. But then I realized that YouTube was really what I wanted to do. Writing wasn't really that thing that I really wanted. And I mean, I feel like it was harder to grow a blog and it was easier to build a community on YouTube at that point in time. So I'm really glad that I did end up doing it. But how interesting that that's what I said. And I remember I bought a camera and like when I bought a camera, I was like, that's my promise to myself. I'm going to start because, you know, cameras aren't cheap. So once I did that, I was like, okay, I've got to do YouTube now. Okay, back to the journal. Since I've been so interested in the beauty filming and editing industry, I decided that it might be a good career path for me to go down. Nuts. Like at that point, like it wasn't even necessarily something you could do as a career. Well, you could, but not many people did it as a career at that point. Some of my options I thought I could do at university were media communications and journalism and media and screen and sound production. Only yesterday did I think media and screen and sound production would be a good option for me because it covers quite a lot of interests and I find that kind of thing fun. For example, I can sit for hours making birthday videos for my friends and truly enjoy it. Oh my gosh. Do you guys remember doing that? That was my favorite thing to do in my free time in high school, like making videos for my friends for their birthdays. I would spend hours and hours doing that and I still have a lot of those videos. So it's really cool to look back at them. But wow, that's so true, actually. Like often your interests that you have as a child kind of carry on to your career. I feel like there's always so many links and you're like, oh, how did I not know that I was going to end up doing that? Who knows what I'll end up doing, but I know for sure I don't want to be a makeup artist or a beautician anymore because of TAFE. So backstory to backtrack, I did a TAFE course in beauty 
retail and skincare, I think it was called. And I did that while I was at school and I enjoyed it. But I just think from that, I realized that I had much more of a passion for doing makeup on myself than doing makeup on other people. So that's why I ended up doing YouTube and filming makeup tutorials because I could just do it on myself. Something which I really did not expect to happen this year was to be in a car crash. Oh my God, I didn't even realize that I wrote this down. This was one of the most horrible but eye-opening experiences I've been through. It has really shown me the value of life and has me a lot more sensitive towards car crashes. Learning to drive myself now has also been a challenge because I don't want to put anyone in that position I was in. Despite the accident, I actually really enjoy driving myself and love feeling in control. Oh. So this car crash happened when I was 15 and my dad was driving. It was just me and my dad in the car and the car slammed into my side of the car. We were both okay. Um, but yeah, obviously it did shake me up a lot and I hadn't actually started driving at that point. So like it was a big thing for me to then start driving. The last thing I want to update on is my friendships. Recently, my group has become super close, almost like a family. We have a Facebook group called The Second Family. I remember that so well. And we have been having a ton of gatherings. This group has helped me out so much and it is amazing to have such a good group of friends who I feel so comfortable around. In the future, I really hope we'll all remain in contact and we'll have reunions, reminiscing on the things we are sharing together in the moment. That's crazy. So in high school, I had a group of friends of guys and girls and we were all really close and we would do get togethers, well, gathers, we'd call them every single weekend. And we had some of the best times, but I will say we haven't actually really kept in touch. I know some people are still friends, like no hard feelings whatsoever. Like it's been a long time since then, but it's so interesting. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I was like, I really hope we all keep in contact because... I think I truly thought that we would, but you know, as time goes on, everyone goes in different directions. And that's something that I've really learned as I've got older. Like you just can't predict things like that. And you know, you've got to be around people who align with you. And when you finish school, everyone goes in different directions with their life. And sometimes you just don't keep in contact because you genuinely just don't have those shared things in common anymore. Life at this current moment is very busy, but I am enjoying it very much. Tomorrow I will be babysitting and on the weekend working and doing schoolwork. Something else I failed to mention is that today I found out I was nominated for my school's prefect. Oh my God, I remember that. I actually got it. I was a school prefect. I love how I just read one diary entry and that took me like 15 minutes, but I feel like there was a lot in there. I've just found my diary entry about when... I found out we were moving to Australia. So here we go. This is going back in time even further. So this would have been when I was about eight years old or nine years old. 
Dear Diary, we are moving to Australia on December 8th. We have had a very big problem because our people who were going to buy our house cannot afford it anymore. So we are having to move back to our house. We had already packed some of our stuff for Australia and now having to move back in and unpack. I do not remember this at all. I'm going to have to ask my mom about this. I think my mom is very tired. Not so much my dad. I have been working hard as well as going to school because I don't want my mum to be poorly. What does that mean? At the time when we were going to be moving to Australia, well, I say we were going to be, we did end up moving, but I think it must have been a really stressful time, especially by the sounds of things of the people who were going to buy our house and couldn't afford it. And then we had to like move back in. That sounds so stressful. I feel like it ended up all falling through though, either with those people. We found someone else really soon after that. I can't remember, but that's actually nuts. I still think the whole story of how we moved to Australia was kind of crazy. Like my mom had never even been to Australia before we decided to move here. Like it had only been my dad who had come over. My dad would come over for work all the time and he'd always come home and tell us about it. And like my mom just thought it sounded like a great life. And my dad thought it was a great lifestyle too. So we literally booked tickets to move here without even really like knowing much about Australia. And then once we'd already decided to move here, we came over for one week for a holiday. Well, it wasn't even a holiday. We came over for one week. It was just me, my mom and my brother and my other two siblings stayed at home with my grandparents we came over and in that week we found a house to move into a school to go to a preschool like we just had to get our life in order in one week and then we emigrated like not long after that all right moving on to a whole other diary I feel like I was a little bit younger when I wrote this because I think I'd only just moved to my second high school so I went to an all-girls high school for two years and then I moved after that to a co-ed one and this wasn't long after I'd joined that school I believe so yeah I think I would have been about even like 13 or 14 I'm gonna say 14 so to give you some context about this little like diary entry I'm gonna read now I was in Melbourne and when I went to Melbourne for my family holiday I decided that I wanted to write every single day in my diary that I was away so I think I wrote and recounted my day every single day for about 30 days straight like for a month but anyway Anyway, I wanted to read this entry because it stood out to me really vividly because it was a really hard time for me because I'd fallen out with my at the time best friend. And it was the first time anything like this had happened to me. And to be honest, it was quite traumatic. And I feel like I want to share this because it's interesting how these like little things that happen in your past can shape you and you can learn things from it. And I think also a lot of us can relate to this. Like I think every teenager has been through maybe something similar. But anyway, let's get into it. How can being so happy and excited be changed so quickly in one night? Last night, after I had finished writing in my diary, I got a text from a girl called, let's call her Barbara. (laughs) She said, I can't believe you'd say that about Susie. I thought you of all people wouldn't. This text confused me so much. I texted Susie straight away telling her I would never say anything bad about her. She said that I had called her two-faced. The fact that she wouldn't believe me, someone she called her best friend, but someone else really hurt me. I feel like our friendship was a complete lie and that I can't trust anyone. I called, let's say this guy's name's Bob, in tears and he helped me out a lot. I'm really grateful for the friends and family that are there for me, but I just find it really hard to trust them. (laughs) That's so sad. Mum was really worried about me because I had got myself so worked up. There were so many lovely messages from people on Facebook, though, with some advice. I think my mum might have posted on Facebook because she was so worried about me just, like, asking advice from 
I guess maybe her friends on what to do in that situation because it's like the first time we'd ever gone through anything like that like it was horrendous I remember I was distraught because I didn't have a lot of friends at the time because I just moved to this school and this was my like best friend and she was like the new girl at school as well like we were both new and yeah this happened and I was just like so upset because I felt betrayed I was like how could somebody make up rumors about me and say that I said things I didn't say and I just I felt so stuck because I was like she doesn't believe me but I promise you I didn't say that anyway I then said I've come to the conclusion that it's best not to trust anyone because half the time they don't meet your expectations that's really sad one thing for sure is that Susie and I will never be the same other than that it's good to be home and I got home from Melbourne Whoo! anyway I feel like that point in time taught me a lot and I mean I've then made new friends and it made me talk to new people at the school because I had lost that friend at that point in time and then like you know we were fine we were very young at that point it's interesting that I said that it's made me feel like I can't trust anyone because they don't meet your expectations I feel like that's obviously something that it taught me and it just reminds me how like you know these little things that we go through when we're younger can have such a big impact on us like we're learning these little lessons throughout our life and they might not be necessarily right. Like, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's true. I think you can trust people. And I think that's sad that I felt that I couldn't, but it just goes to show how these little things can change your belief system so much. And that's why going to a therapist and things like that is so beneficial because you can delve deep into this work and like figure out the root cause of why you believe certain things. I don't believe that for a second. I do trust people, but you can understand why I'd feel that way when, you know, I feel like I put a lot of trust into a friend and then they didn't meet my expectations, I guess. But yeah, that's an interesting. And then following on from that, this must be like months and months later. I'll skip all of the other Melbourne diary entries because honestly, it's just me talking about like what I did that day on my holiday. But this diary entry seems like the next one that would be best to read. I said, a lot has changed since I last wrote in this diary, but I think it has made me a stronger person. When I last wrote in this diary, I had just lost my best friend and it had really affected me quite a lot. I had a lot of trust, self-doubt and confidence issues because of this. By the way, I actually haven't read this particular diary entry before. So this is completely raw as I'm reading this. Ever since that, I have been overthinking things and it's made me really anxious towards a lot of things, particularly making friends. Oh my God, this is actually really interesting and it like really makes me think about where my anxieties have come from. Last year, I had relied on one person and now I realize that it stopped me from branching out and making a variety of friends. That's so true. It was hard to get used to at the beginning of the year, but now I think I can say that I'm getting to know more people and just enjoying being a teenager. The main thing that I've learned from this is that you can't trust everyone and it's good to have lots of friends instead of just one main one. Reading this now as an adult, I do definitely agree with that point that it's good to have lots of friends. I think sometimes having one best friend and one person in your life that you rely on so much can sometimes be quite negative because if something, you know, was to go wrong, then you don't have a bunch of other people around you. And I think as I've got older, I've also just realized how you have friends for so many different reasons in your life. You need friends to fulfill different needs that you have as a human being. Like you have your friends for an emotional support. You have your friends for a laugh. Like obviously you can have friends that do both of those things, but you don't just need to have one particular friend for all of those needs. And I think at that point in time, for some reason, because I didn't have a lot of friends because I just moved schools, I put a lot of emphasis into this one person. And then obviously I got really hurt when 
I lost that friend. Okay, back to the diary. I'm sure it is a lot better that way for now and I will thank myself for realizing this in the future. I am still young and should be enjoying getting to know all sorts of people to learn new things and learn more about my personality. That's definitely true. Something else that has troubled me in the past few months and I can't say it still doesn't sometimes was my skin. Sometimes I will fake that I'm sick to have the day off school because I'm too afraid and embarrassed to go outside because my skin is so bad. I know it was bad and I hate thinking about how stressed it has made me in the past. If I think about it now though, it is just a small part of me and shouldn't affect who I am. It was starting to take over my life and control me. I've missed out on things because I've decided not to face people while I was breaking out. Oh my gosh. I need to stop popping pimples and picking my face because it never ends well. I will either get a scab, scar, or I'll make it really hard to cover up with makeup. I've recently gone to the doctors about it though because I thought enough is enough. I need to get prescribed to a tablet and get some cream. I'm not sure how it's going, but I haven't noticed much of a difference to be honest. But if nothing changes, I think I'll go on the pill. Teenage hormones and teenage skin like an acne and stuff is something that so many of us face and like at the time nobody really talked well I mean maybe people talked about it but I just felt really ashamed about it it really did consume my thoughts a lot of the time when I was a teenager and I remember that so vividly and it's crazy how like different things hold priority at different points in your life like I was saying before and at that point in my life that was such a big thing for me and so yeah I overcame that obviously because my mindset changed and my skin improved but That was a very real feeling and it's horrible. It's horrible when you go through those periods with your skin and you feel like you can't, you know, help it. Okay, so I said that I was going to go on the pill. It should help regulate my periods as well, which will be good. My advice for myself is just don't pick at your face, touch it to find bumps or stare at it closely in the mirror. (laughs) I'll still kind of do that. (laughs) Be more relaxed about it. I mean, don't stress if you don't wash your face one night Also, who cares what others think? Just keep your head high and most people will likely not say anything anyway. I'm still young and my skin won't affect my future and shouldn't now either. Yes, exactly, Ella. On to the next page. I'm not sure if this is the same entry or if it's just another entry and I'm just like writing about life, but this is also a really deep entry. Something that has been really bothering me lately is that I feel like I have no talents or interests. I've started learning playing the guitar, playing soccer and going to morning church again, but I really want to be good at a particular thing. Everything I have started, I have always quit. These are things like youth, dancing, modeling, flute and running. All these things used to make me so happy, but I've just quit them all and now I'm regretting it because it means I have not succeeded at something. I'm not sure why I quit all of these things, but I think it was partly because of my lack of confidence and self-belief. I've always thought, well, there's people better than me, so might as well quit. I need to learn to stick to something and succeed at it. I have decided that I'm going to be more of a yes man and do things that are out of my comfort zone because what's the worst that could happen? I feel like these are the things I talk about in the podcast now, like putting yourself out of your comfort zone. So it's so interesting that that's what I was saying back then. And I really feel like I was on a mission to like prove myself wrong and prove that I could stick to something after that. And that's when I started my YouTube channel and I've stuck to it since then because I was like, I want to stick at something and be good at it. And not that you have to be the best or succeed at everything, but I really felt like I needed to prove that to myself. Saying yes will open so many more opportunities for me in my life and even help me discover what my true talents are. My cousin Dory recently told me that you will learn what you like and what you're good at through living everyday life and through trying new things. That is so true. 
It's true when people say that the obstacles you go through in life make you stronger and who you are. Without the obstacles, you may not be able to have discovered something about yourself. Like even though losing Susie as a best friend, that's not her name, just to recount, has been hard, I've learned so much through making new friends. I have learned that I can stay true to who I am and that I don't let horrible people get in the way of my life. It has also taught me how to stand up for myself, which is an amazing thing to be able to do. I then went on to talk about how I took on this yes man attitude and went to a party that I wouldn't usually go to because I'd be too scared to go. And I did have some awkward encounters, but I was glad that I went. (laughs) So there we go. There's still so much in that particular diary that I could keep reading, but I just feel like a lot of it is quite personal. But there's definitely some really interesting things that I documented that I've learned a lot from over the years. So yeah, that diary was written when I was around like 13, 14. And I definitely have a lot of like lighthearted ones as well, but I just don't know if like some of them would be that interesting for you guys to listen to. And as a personal development podcast, I wanted this to have some sort of meaning, but to end off this episode, I thought I'd read this one little diary that I've got where I answered just like little questions. There was a bunch of like prompts in this book that I had to answer. And I wrote these answers when I was nine years old. And I think these answers are hilarious. So these are my favorites. Favorite food, chicken and sweet corn soup. Favorite color, lilac. Favorite sport, swimming. Favorite time of day, lunch. Favorite pen, ink. I mean, what did they think I was gonna write? Like, what do you call your favorite pen? I don't name my pens. Favorite place to go for a walk, by the sea in Cronulla. Favorite animal, puppies. Favorite book, girl's book, how to be best at everything. (laughs) That's actually such a toxic name now I think about it, like how to be the best at everything. But I remember I had this book when I was younger and it basically had like a bunch of hacks on like how to do different things, like how to make a face mask and stuff like that. Favorite smell, my mom and dad's bed. (laughs) I feel like it just must've been comforting because I like smelled like my parents. Favorite thing to wear, sporty in fashion. Favorite music, pop. Favorite place to go on holiday, Spain. My ideal weekend. I would get up at six o'clock. I would wear. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Something comfy that my friends would like. I would go to a train, I would meet up with my best friends. I would see a movie. I would eat popcorn. I would visit family and people I love and care for. In the evening, I would go out for a meal with some friends. I would go to bed at half past 10. (laughs) I would dream about kissing a boy I love. This is what I mean when like I would talk about boys all the time. I have missed out on all of that stuff for you guys, but 
Um, I then said my hopes and dreams are, I hope one day a boy from school asked me out and I was the most happiest person in the class and then I would focus on my career and become successful. In 10 years time, I shall be 19 years old. So yeah, I was nine when I wrote this and I will be getting married. It's so interesting because you just have no idea where your life's going to take you and nothing's necessarily right or wrong, but like you just can't predict the future. My first job will be a cook. I spelt that as kook, K-O-O-K. My ideal job would be to be a model and a pop star. I will have two children. I shall live in a mansion. I shall live with my husband and children and I'm going to care and love for them. And that is everything. That is everything that I wrote in that little book. But I just thought it was so funny. Like the one about me being married at 19 just gets me because I don't know about you guys, but when I was younger, I had such a different idea for like when I would get married and have kids. Yeah, I love I love reading through these journals and seeing all like the little lessons I've learned throughout the years and the things that I've gone through. And so I'm just so grateful to my past self for writing these journals because it's so interesting to see my mindset at the time because otherwise I wouldn't remember some of these things. And I hope you guys enjoyed getting a sneak peek into my brain, into my past and hearing some of my stories. And yeah, this was just a nice little relaxed episode. Do let me know your thoughts. If you related to anything, send me a DM and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your experiences and if you've gone through anything similar to me. And if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by giving this episode a little review and five stars. You can also subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you want to take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories, that would also help me out so much. And I love seeing them. So tag me so I can repost them. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it inspired you and I'll speak to you in my next one. Bye.